Good morning. It is September the 15th, 2015. Welcome to the Magellan Show. This is Magellan. Thanks so much for being a part of our broadcast today. This is Tuesday. Our website, www.magellanshow.com. You can follow us on social media at Real Magellan. And we appreciate all of you that are following us over there. We want to thank iqdcalls.com for hosting our programs, as well as all the other websites that are doing the same, websites like podbay.fm. Also, iTunes. We are on iTunes, so if you happen to download the uh, if you downloaded the iTunes app, you can subscribe absolutely free of charge. Great way to connect with us. So we're going to get into a lot of news today. We definitely have a lot of things to cover. But uh, I want to uh, I want to jump in, and so for those of you who want to participate in a contest, please press one, and we're going to do a giveaway. This will be the last giveaway we'll do for a little while, but you never know. So if you want to get in, uh, we see we have our first caller there, area code 930, and we're going to go ahead and ask the question, uh, and let's see if we can get an answer. So, uh, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning, Magellan. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to ask you a question that has to do with one of the capitals of the uh, uh, one of the provinces in Iraq, and we've actually given this out as a clue. Uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or so. And so the question is, what is the capital of the Anbar province? Again, what is the capital of the Anbar province within Iraq? If you can answer that question, then you will be our winner and win 25,000 Iraqi dinars. Uh, and so, what's your answer? Uh, Mosul? Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it's very close. Unfortunately, that is not the, the, correct, it's not the correct answer. The, the correct answer is uh, Ramadi. Ramadi is the correct answer. Uh, we'll uh, go ahead now and uh, go for another uh, caller and ask another question. And we thank you for participating, and uh, good luck next time. Thank you. Sorry about that. All right, bye-bye. Well, uh, always hate it when we uh, don't get a winner, but you know, that does happen. And so we're going to go now, and for those of you who want to jump in and try your hand at it, obviously we're not going to be asking that question again. But uh, what we're going we're gonna to do now is ask the question, who, well, first of all, someone press one. Uh, whoever, whoever presses one next will get into the queue, and we will uh, ask another question, and you might just get the right answer. You might just get the right answer. So we are just waiting now for that opportunity. Don't be shy, guys. Okay. Okay, uh, we're going to go ahead now and 
ask a, uh, a second question, uh, a second question uh, to you, and give you another opportunity to win. So we've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot of uh, various leaders or governors of the Central Bank of Iraq, uh, but the question is, who is the current the current CBI governor? Who is the current CBI governor for Iraq? Awali. Um, still checking because they they have just just want to confirm just want to confirm that because they they had just made a change recently. Um, currently, the from what we're getting here, and I just want to double check because they had 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 some changes here, but the current one that we're getting here a lot of sources are are telling us that it is Turkey but I believe that 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 is one source but we're going to see if that has uh, if that has changed because it was actually it was actually uh, Turkey, and and then they switched to uh, uh, another one, another one right now. Uh, Ismail, Ismail uh, is actually the one who had uh, participated in that. Uh, so, uh, sorry, we couldn't help you out, but uh, we will uh, hopefully next time we'll be able to accommodate you. Thanks, Colin. All right. Uh, all right. So the uh, way to get in is just press one if you want to get into the queue, guys. And we will be asking another question here. I just wanted to make sure that that was correct because uh, Governor Turkey has been all over the news lately, but he actually was just replaced by Ismail. And uh, I just was wanting to double check that myself. <laughs> So uh, you guys are, uh, are on your on your toes there uh, when it comes to that. Okay, uh, what we're going to do now uh, is we're going to move this on to uh, Thursday, and hopefully we'll get some some interest there in <clears throat> excuse me in this. And again, we're going to be talking about uh, you know kind of the government of Iraq, the leadership of Iraq, um, and so, and also the capitals of the various provinces. So, again, uh, you guys are listening. You have another opportunity to, uh, to, to listen in and win. So join us back here on Thursday. You'll win 25,000 Iraqi dinars when you do. So, Beef up on your capitals uh, in for the Iraqi provinces, and you will uh, and you will win. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with some breaking news. Stay with us. 
This is Magellan. We're back now, and I want to get to some news here that uh, I I find rather disturbing. And this is actually in mainstream media. We're going to go ahead now to our uh, Magellan page. So if you're just joining us, uh, I would invite you to go to our website, uh, MagellanShow.com, or if you're following us on social media, you can check out uh, the breaking stories there. But, but we're getting news now that North Korea has actually issued a warning to the United States, a nuclear warning to the United States, saying that if the United States does not cease and desist from, from, from its policies, that, well, the worst could happen. And they are threatening nuclear weaponry, long-range nuclear weaponry. Now, some of you say, oh, well, Magellan, are you just following this story on some, uh, off of some news site that uh, may not have credibility or reputability? No, it's everywhere. Matter of fact, when I, when I opened up uh, my Internet browser this morning, uh, even after I'd already posted uh, uh, several stories on, on the website today on, on social on social media on our Twitter feed at Real Magellan, uh, even on AOL News, I just popped up here. North Korea says main nuclear complex operational, and they're warning the United States. See, I want to talk to you about this for a little bit. It says that the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Uh, the country that often makes us the United States and South Korea. Uh, well, they're doing it again. And they say that they're moving closer towards a warhead that can hit targets in the mainland United States. The mainland United States. Now, look, this is, this, we're not playing games here anymore. This is in the news. But we're so, guys, we're so caught up in the, uh, in the normalcy bias where everything is just always going to be as it's always been. Nothing's ever going to change. Everything is just going to be good, good, good. And yet we're getting these kinds of threats. And we talk about Iran all the time. And we talk about the Middle East all of the time. As a country, and what are we going to do with Syria since uh, you know the responsibility solely rests on the West to take care of Syria and the destabilization over there? And while all of that is going on, we have we have a young man, Kim Jong Un, who is the, the the supreme leader of this rogue nation, who's saying, hey, I've got nuclear weapons that, that I'm developing and they're getting closer and closer to, to being ready to hit your mainland. Not your territories, which, which is still terrible, but your mainland. And we just read it and it's like, well, that's just no big deal. That's no big deal. 
we've often talked about how the 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 elite give us clues to what's going on and what's going to happen. Now, some of you may not like what I'm saying here today. You just want to put your head in the sand and pretend that what I'm saying is is not real. And I understand. I understand what you're saying and where you're coming from because nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this, this kind of information. But we get clues from from the elite. It happens all the time. It happens in our television shows. It happens in our movies. Uh, a movie, actually, Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, I don't know if all of you have seen this movie or not. I'm sure some of you have. And just in a nutshell, it's about a North Korean takeover of our government here here in the mainland. That North Korea comes and and attacks us. Now, I watched that movie. It's a little it's a little intense, and I. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend, I mean, because it's an invasion, wouldn't recommend, you know, for for all audiences because it's very intense, you know. It, it, it's a war movie, uh, in a sense, uh, but attacking the mainland by North Korea. Now, that, that, was, that was done a couple of years back. It was, uh, the setting was 2013. Here we are approaching 2016. And our focus is on the Middle East. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't be on the Middle East to a certain extent. But sometimes, well, not sometimes, all the time, when you have a dominant news story or dominant news stories, they tend to get our attention off of what may really be happening right now. We have a rogue nation that has that has threatened us before, but the threat today is very serious. But it's almost as if we're just taking it sitting down. You know, I, I mean, you know, we have this, this mindset that, okay, we can only be threatened by, by, certain, by certain ethnic groups, by certain groups of people. I'm not trying to frighten any of you. That's not my goal. That's that's not my intention. But at the same time, I feel like that I have a responsibility to speak out on such issues of, of such grave importance. I mean, this is this is real. This is real. You know, and what do you say? What do you say when you when you read a report like that? Because how do you how do you react? How do you prepare for something like this? It just leaves you speechless. It leaves you feeling like you don't know what to do. Obviously, in every situation, we are to pray. That's uh, that's the priority, as I as I see it. You are, we are to pray, but 
there are things happening and things happening in this country. And, and I just don't want us to get our attention diverted onto other things. That sometimes is the plan. And, you know, we may have our eyes on Syria. We may have our eyes on Israel. You know, think about this for a moment. I'm just going to, to, to step out here for just a little bit, if I may. Well, I guess I can. So, so look, we are having, and, and maybe I'm the only one talking about this on the radio right now. We're having marches in Washington, D.C., we have had, regarding this Iran deal. Now, why is the Iran deal why is this Iran deal so serious? Okay, because Iran has said that they hate the, the, the state of Israel. That they hate the state of Israel and that they love nothing more than to see it get wiped off the face of this planet. We know that. We've heard that before. That's the general position, the general position of of radical Islam. Now guys, if you are listening to to this program, please do not hang up. I I, I urge you this is an important broadcast that you don't want to miss. And if you have to go, please listen to the replay. 712-775-7039, access code 327-756-POUND, or just go to our website, MagellanShow.com. So everyone, and, and there are a couple of presidential candidates that are really standing up. We had Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, and, and Donald Trump, who were, who were at this rally in D.C. talking about the, the, the insanity behind this Iran deal. And I agree. I totally agree because it poses a major risk toward the state of Israel because of what Iran has said, what their leaders have said, and and also the fact that this deal is so lenient, so very lenient, giving them, you know, plenty of time to clean up the situation before inspectors would come in. I mean there's a lot there's a lot of things to it and things we don't even uh, completely understand. And it's real. I get that. And then we have we have churches and we have citizens in this country that are putting out these big banners, especially in light of the whole Iran threat to Israel. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. And I'm all for it. I stand with Israel too, okay? Don't want our attention, my friends, to be so diverted that that we actually get the attention off of our own protection, our own household. The Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself, not greater than yourself. That's what the Bible says. So while we are standing with Israel and, and making sure that Iran doesn't do anything, 
And they've said, okay, you know, we're just, it's just an enrichment program. Yeah, right. Just for their own power, their own source of power, the nuclear in Iran. While that's going on, we have a rogue nation, an insane leader in North Korea, Kim Jong-un, that is saying, I mean, they, they worship this man, okay? He is like God there. That is their religion. And he's saying, we've got a, a, a nuclear program, we've got a weapon that is, that is just about ready to be completed. And we are warning the United States and its mainland But all we want to think about is Iran. All we want to think about is Iran. And we have been so controlled by the mainstream media that chances are a lot of you will forget about this this story and you'll go back to the chant that the that the controlled right wing and I'm consider myself right wing too, of course, but but I, I in, in the purest sense, but but, there, but but these political groups are controlled, whether it's right wing or left wing. We talked about the right left paradigm. They can they control both, and so we'll get and we'll continue to put our yard signs out and our banners. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. Uh, block the Iran deal, you know. And way to go, Ted Cruz, for standing up for Israel. Where is Ted Cruz and Donald Trump and the rest of these guys? Are they saying anything at all about this breaking story? Do you see them tweeting about it or putting it on their Facebook feed or bringing it to the America to America's attention? No, you won't see that at all. But you got to understand how these global elites work. They want you. They want you to be focused. They've got the so-called good guys and the, and the so-called bad guys. And the so-called good guys are saying, "Look what's happening! Look what's happening! Look what's happening!" Diverting your attention, diverting your attention off the real issue. When the real stories, you'll get little, little bits and pieces of information that'll come out. I know I'm spending a lot of time on this program, but on this one topic, but so be it. And we have been warned. We've been warned. If you watch, look, I know sometimes movies are just movies, but if you've watched Olympus Has Fallen, and, and I, you know, I don't recommend, you know, young kids watch Olympus Has Fallen because it is a war movie and there's a lot of shooting and things like that. So I'm just saying that, but but just for the point. Of, uh, of of awareness, we get warned. You know, we're hearing about about uh, the possibility of of more earthquakes across this country. We had an earthquake just uh, off the coast of uh, of Mexico uh, Sunday, six point six. Nobody was hurt, to my knowledge. Not. Uh, not to any extent, 
but we're hearing about more risks of earthquakes. You, you see the movies like San Andreas. I didn't see it, but saw the previews of it. So they know what's happening. They know what's about to happen. And, and sometimes they'll warn us because it's kind of just their is, – is it because they want to uh, be ethical and, 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 and just let us know what's going to happen, or is it just because they're kind of sickos like that and they just, they just want you to, to know so they can kind of laugh about it in a way because many of us are too blinded to see their symbolisms. And we could do an entire program on that. We could do an entire program on that. <sighs> Let's look at the other stories right now. Germany is in a mess today uh, just with the influx of more and more uh, migrants uh, they have taken hundreds of thousands of migrants. But now they're setting up these camps, these refugee camps. I don't know, when I think about refugee camps in Germany, it's just it's kind of chilling, guys. Uh, but but it's things are getting out of hand over there. We, we, uh, we tweeted a report just this morning about an hour ago about how these uh, uh, Muslim migrants at many of these refugee camps uh, uh, that, that there that there's all kinds of uh just awful things happening uh the raping of women and children at these German refugee camps it's getting very bad there and uh Chancellor Merkel of Germany uh the leader of Germany uh she has a mess on her hands uh this this is getting out of control in Germany to the extent that many european countries have closed their borders they said, you know, <laughs> you know, they've got this. They had this agreement with the European Union called the Schengen Agreement, which basically gave, you know, free passage to, to and from various uh, European countries. But some countries have had enough. They've seen what has gone on in Germany and France, and they're like, you know, I don't think we want to have any part of that. Hungary has has uh, put up. The razor wire fencing. They've got their military at the borders. They're protecting, as well as other nations too. Uh, and they're saying, "No, we're not doing this." Uh, Slovakia, uh, Romania, uh, several other uh, countries in Europe have said, "You know, we're not going to we're not going to put ourselves because our first priority is to pr- protect our own nation." See, that's the problem with liberalism, and they want to. Painted out as as being humanitarian, you know, being humanitarian or be humanitarian. Oh, what are we going to do about the Syrians? And you know, there are Syrians that are suffering, absolutely. But it all it, it all starts at home. The same way in this country, you know, you have folks that are asking the question, "What are we going to do with the Syrians?" And there are some sad stories. What are you going to do with the millions of Sudanese Christians that have 
that have been persecuted? What about the millions who have been killed, total and complete genocide? They've been killed because of their faith. They don't talk about that. That's very real. I'm serious. It, hap- it has been happening in Africa and Sudan. This has been going on for years. I mean, we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about genocide on the order of the Holocaust or the Bolshevik re- uh, Revolution in Russia. I mean, just, just killing people. Just, just killing them. But you see all of these stories about what are we going to do with Syria? And I know there are some Syrians that are suffering, and my heart goes out to those people. But what are we going to do with the homeless people here in the United States? What are we going to do with those who, uh, you know, the children who uh, who are... Uh, who are are going through suffering here in this country, the homeless, the needy. What are we going to do with them? What about our veterans who have been treated like dirt, our veterans who can't even get medical care, can't even get medical care, or when they do, they go to these VA hospitals and they're treated like second-class citizens? You know, charity begins and starts at home. So we bypass our veterans. We bypass our veterans because uh, who have fought bravely for the uh, for this country, because the Syrian. We've been told that the Syrians are are a greater priority. In essence, that's what we're saying. We really are. And and this is the, the climate. This is the this is this is the world that we're living in, where our priorities are totally messed up. You know, let's 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 get in a, in a panic over Israel because of Iran, but yet North Korea can say, "Hey, U.S., the mainland, I'm threatening you with nuclear warheads," but you know. We just don't even, it just doesn't even face us. Oh. Says it's ready for new long-range rocket launches. This is from Fox News, as well as other sources. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, this is not from a conspiracy theory website. Russia says it wants Putin-Obama talks on Syria. Uh, Russia reaching out to the United States, wanting to have talks over this. Of course, as I said earlier, uh, as I said earlier, Hungary, uh, as well as other EU nations, uh, taking matters in their own hands and locking their borders down. So, you know, they're just, they're not going with the whole idea of... uh, of open borders. We have open borders in this country. Now, last night, Donald Trump had a march, or I'm sorry, not a march, had a rally last night in Dallas, Texas. There were some 20,000 that went to his rally, and 
and this was at the American Airlines Center in, in Dallas, Texas, there was a march of protesters. Everyone has the right to protest, of course. That's uh, part of our freedom in this country. But there were there were protesters. They were primarily uh, Hispanic protesters saying that Trump is a racist and that he's being unfair. And, and look, I'm not here, you know, giving my full stamp of approval on Donald Trump. I mean, he's got some good things to say, yes, but he's also, there's some other things that, that are questionable as well. So I, I'm keeping it keeping it real, guys. But but there were, there were probably, well, there were 20,000 at, at, at the Trump rally in support of Trump when he came and spoke in Dallas. But there were up to a thousand people, about a thousand uh, protesters, primarily Hispanic protesters, that were uh, just angry because of some of the statements that Donald Trump has made regarding the border situation. And uh, I mean, I mean, it's like, how dare he push for legal immigration? How dare he say? that you should follow the rule of law, put up put up a wall. But they say that that's racist. And and all the all the trendies and all the mainstreamers and progressive people say that you know, I mean, you want to follow the law? <laughs> I mean, their their attitude is like how dare you? You know, and that's why we've changed it from illegal to undocumented because it kind of softens softens the blow a little bit. Where does racism come into this? I mean, tell me. I want to know. How is that racist to, to say that you want a legal immigrating process? That's not racist for anyone that says, hey, we want we want uh, a legal process. I, I mean, for real, why, why even have TSA? Why have security at your airports? Why have security everywhere else? Why make everybody else jump through hoops? If anything, the racism is, uh, or, or maybe it would be racism, because, look, there are people from all over the world that, uh, that, that, have, um, that have ambitions to come to the United States. And they're not all Hispanic. There are white people that that want to come here. There are uh, there are black people that want to come to this country. And you have people from all nationalities and and racial backgrounds that come to this country legally. And here's a newsflash: those that do don't support, and and really, and, and as an overwhelming majority. If you talk to any legal immigrants, legal, I said, I don't care whether they come from Europe, Africa, Asia, uh, Latin America, they're going to tell you in overwhelming numbers that they do not support illegal immigration. You want to know why, one of the reasons why? Because they're going to say, we had to stand in line, we had to jump through hoops, we had to do all these kinds of things just you know, all this paperwork, we had to do our part to to become citizens. To become citizens. 
And they, and, and what they're saying is is that it's unfair for those who want to to cheat. It's like the it's like it looks like it, it's like those that that study hard and work very hard to to graduate high school or college. And then you have those that are now listen to this, this is a pretty good example, comparative. And then you have those that are cheating and they got their diplomas, they got their degrees, whatever. And so many of those that are trying to find resolutions to the problem, they say, well, for those who've already cheated, we're going to find a pathway for them to continue uh, to keep their diplomas. But we're just going to really try harder next time not to let it happen again. Not to let it happen again. I mean, uh, the idea of, of taking back the diploma, oh, no, we can't do that. So the uh, the Pope is coming in a few days. He's arriving in Cuba. He's arriving in Cuba, uh, I believe it's on the 19th. On the 19th. And then on the 22nd, he comes to the United States. He's going to Philadelphia, New York. He's going to Washington, D.C. He's going to be pushing uh, his climate change uh, agenda as well as his push for open borders. That's why if you're watching, if you watch the Pope on ABC, uh, what was it, a week and a half or so ago, that there is this emotional push to to keep uh, to keep this illegal immigration just moving full full speed ahead. So everybody, all the big boys are working together. But let's look at some other stories. You know, that story that broke uh, was yesterday about the Mississippi college instructor that that uh, that was killed by another instructor. Uh, uh, we're getting reports that the, that the alleged killer, who was also an instructor, uh, has committed suicide. You can check out all the details on our website, MagellanShow.com. Lots of other stories making headlines. For all the latest, like I said, stay informed. We're on Twitter, at RealMagellan and MagellanShow.com. Don't forget, we'll be back here on Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and we'll try to do another giveaway. Uh, and hopefully we will find a winner. So up on your Iraqi provincial capitals. Uh, it's going to be uh, a likely uh, content area uh, by which we will ask the question. We're here Tuesdays and Thursdays to bring you the latest news and information from Iraq and around the world. And we uh, we want to cover the stories that that are making headlines, breaking stories, stories that affect us all, stories uh, 
about how we can better protect our liberty. Also, what's going on in the world around us and how there there are efforts to take away our liberties. And more now than ever before, this program is is very, very important because we are speaking out on a number of issues and topics. And we uh, we want to continue to grow. Okay, so I want to say a couple more things before we wrap up. I want to I want to get on the air in Kansas City. We've got what what, what we're looking at is this: there is a weekly spot available. Listen up, guys, especially those that, that have been listening to me for quite a while. We, we, there's a weekly spot available in Kansas City. It's a major city. We have the opportunity right now, right now, to get on in that market. We would start out weekly and then we would go from there. So we want to give it a try. We want to see what will happen. And we're excited about the possibility. I'm asking for your support right now to help us do that. And we're not talking about a uh, we're not talking about a major major expense here. We're not talking about thousands of dollars. What we've been quoted to go on weekly in Kansas City is about eight hundred dollars per month. That's what it would cost for us to go on in Kansas City. So if someone out there wants to help us do that, we would be incredibly grateful. Go to our website, www.magellanshow.com. Click on the Donate button. Gift large or small is appreciated. There's people out there that can cover the whole thing, and we appreciate that. We're getting the word out there that liberty matters and that freedom is important. If you uh, prefer not to use PayPal, uh, then email us, contact at MagellanShow.com, and just express your interest uh, in supporting that cause, and uh, we will uh, give you the, the appropriate information uh, in order to uh, support us, and, uh, and we'll give you all the details on that if you email us. But you can go directly to our website if you want to use PayPal and support what we're doing. But we want to get on in Kansas City. That's that. That's what's been offered to us. You know, there are a lot of stations that it, it you know, it just simply aren't willing to uh, to negotiate a spot. But we have one, and uh, it would be sandwiched between uh, a couple of really major talk radio programs. So it'd be really, it'd be, it's a it's a really incredible idea. So that's all I'm going to say on that, and I'm going to trust that. Uh, that uh, someone out there will uh, take the call, take the the, the will champion that that cause. Seven one two seven seven five seven zero three nine is our playback number. The access code three two seven seven five six pound. 
don't forget you can catch our archives on IQDcalls.com, and we do appreciate their posting our programs. We appreciate your listening, and we'll see you back here on Thursday. Don't miss it. This is Magellan signing off. Have a great one, my friends. Bye-bye for now.